Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Welcome back to Homeschool Together podcast. Today we're going to talk about national rules and the state rules regarding national standards and state standards, really talking about the what, not necessarily the how. We have a lot of podcasts coming up in the near future about the how, how you do these things, how do you implement it in your daily life. But today we're going to talk about the what. Right. The the learning uh, or educational standards nationally and, and at your state that inform how far you should teach in each subject. Okay. And I think we we talked about this. We want to dispel a lot of the myths around these national standards, a lot of these state standards that can really scare people, mm-hmm. especially if they're really into homeschooling. They're afraid of, you know, not meeting certain standards. Is my kid going to do well on the standardized test? Am I going to miss something? There tends to be a lot of fear. And I think today what we want to do is come at it with a, a mentality of these things are important. You should know them. They should maybe inform some of your education, depending on what your state requires. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should not be something that burdens you. It should not be the ball and chain that holds back your homeschooling life. Right. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is just purely for your information. If you want to know what would my public school teach in this particular grade, this is what it's going to tell you. So take it with a grain of salt. Building off of our last episode, if you're in a high regulation state, potentially you're going to want to really know this information because you may be assessed and have to prove that your child is meeting those standards. If you're in another state that's not as high regulation, then this is just information for you to feel good about what you're teaching and that your your child's learning at a similar level to to other kids. And I think, you know, piggybacking on a lot of the accidental homeschoolers that we've talked about, Mm -hmm. people who may only be homeschooling for, say, the next year, maybe the next year and a half, being able to send your kid back to school is what is your plan. Maybe you're only going to homeschool for a short period of time. There may be a fear that maybe you're going to miss out on some type of standard. You're going to miss out on some information that's, you know, critical to your kid's education or something that the state expects that your kids should be knowing mm-hmm. this is the type of information that would i think inform your decisions on homeschooling what you choose what curriculum you do how you implement your programs this is a good way to kind of dovetail with what you're going to do you should have a totally great experience homeschooling but you may want to have this inform what you're doing right i, I think that you know i keep seeing folks worry that their child's going to be behind when they go back to mm-hmm. school so hopefully this information helps everyone to just know this is what they would learn in this whole school year. And at a minimum, if I cover those bases, when they go back to school, they'll be at the same level or above that the other kids will be. And and that's just comforting to everybody, especially in, in these times. Okay. Well, before we get into the two main subjects, 
Um, we want to make sure that everybody's connecting with us on social media mm-hmm. or our Facebook group, Homeschool Together Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Heart and like all of Ariel's posts. <laughs> she really loves it when you do that at <laughs> Homeschool Together Podcast. And we look forward to communicating with you there. So we're going to get into the discussion. Should be kind of a shortest podcast. We're mm-hmm. just talking about uh, the national and state state rules. Do remember that all the information that we're talking about tonight will be in the show notes for the podcast. Please go and click those links. There's no way that we can talk about every single state in the U.S. And I'm sorry to the international listeners out there. We will be very U.S.-centric today. We, we, we do love you, international listeners. <laughs> we hope there's some of you <laughs> out there. We hope you're out there. <laughs> um, now, we want you to go get your, your wood sticks out of your Montessori manipulative box. We want you to whittle one end to a very sharp point, and we're going to go after Common Core. Ooh. <laughs> Power of homeschool compels you. <laughs> No. <laughs> Common Core is everyone's favorite thing to bash on, uh, specifically the math, right? We've seen all of those, you know, uh, pre-quarantine shows the Common Core math, which is like the math that none of us learned how to do. And it but was, it was it, playfully it totally lampoon- make sense. It was playfully lampooned in uh, what the the Incredibles two with the dad, right? Was it, how did they change math? Why did and, they and, change math? And I feel think that everyone who went through that, schooling that movie has a has a nice little piece in my heart because it was kind of a stay-at-home dad he was kind of yeah Yeah. i i mean i think it's what those standards are from 2010 so anybody who went to school prior to that and learned math is looking at this new stuff and going what What is this so (laughs) what we want to say about common core just uh, what is common core maybe just start with that there may be a few people that don't know that because they may have some preschoolers they're right. not they're not aware of what this is so what was it so it's a it's a national set of educational standards for math and uh, l- english language arts and it's something that you know the attempt was to try to try to standardize nationally what the requirements are to to graduate so that all uh, us high school graduates kind of go into college at the same level and be ready to succeed we had states kind of operating in all different levels and so that was the attempt. And at this point, 41 of 50 states have adopted it. So it's it's very it's highly widespread. probable that your state is one of these states. Yeah, it's it's very probable. Um, and, and so it's something that a state can adopt and then they can add to it if they want to. And of course, it only covers these two subjects. So most states, our state included, have added, you know, have expanded this list out to include other other disciplines. So you can imagine a sort of like a Venn diagram, like a bubble within a bubble. Mm-hmm. At the center is a smaller bubble, which is Common Core, very much focused on language arts, math, and then your state requirements. Whether you're in a, you know, as we saw in the last podcast with Texas, a very low regulation state, right. they have additional requirements on top of what would be the Common Core requirements. Mm-hmm. I think we listed four of them. I think there were, um, yeah. Or yeah. if you could even be in a state like New York that has, you know, eleven or twelve additional things that they they stack mm-hmm. on the top. Here in Washington, you know, we'll get into. We have it. eleven subjects. We have here. eleven additional subjects put into it. So, knowing that core that you have to experience, you have to expect. What you're going to be teaching is a great way to inform what you're doing. So right. maybe you could talk a little bit about how you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, kind of as since you said, are the pro- you're the project manager, <laughs> right? So so both in life and at home and at home. Uh, so you know, as we were talking about, this is this is the what. So Common Core will say something like, 
your, your student needs to be able to count from 1 to 20. They need to be able to recognize shapes. They need to be able to draw shapes. I mean, whatever it is, it doesn't tell you how to do it. So all that new math that's stressing everybody out, it, you don't have to do that to still meet the, the requirement. Um, to, to the best of my knowledge, there are a lot of standards. So if there's some standard out there that brings in the new math, and I didn't know about it, uh, apologies, but there's there's a ton of standards. Uh, so what I plan to do for, you know, we are still operating under the pre-K level, so to speak. Yeah, we, because our, our, our oldest is pre-K. Right. Her, her birthday comes just after. Yeah, when she's we kind would, of a... But like say a bubble kid, she's on the bubble. Yeah, her birthday comes just you know a month after the cutoff or something. So we've chosen that she's going to enter kinder next fall, so fall of 2021. So I'm planning her kinder curriculum right now, which we're actually going to start in the spring, and we'll go into what I'm doing in a future podcast because it's pretty interesting. But uh, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be loading in the uh, standards for our state into Trello, and I'm going to be kind of cross-referencing what's required for for her to know. These standards are what should your child know by the end of that grade year. So I'm going to be taking each of those standards and then connecting them to the pieces in the math and English and, uh, you know, are all, are all in one curriculum, the different pieces, social studies and the arts and things, so that I can check those boxes for myself. And you're using Trello, but like... You could use Somebody it. else could use like an Excel sheet. You could even sure. do it analog with paper and pencil. Right. You could even just print out the standards and, 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 and write this is, them. This is a helpful technique if you have a state that requires you to report or you have to do mm-hmm. these IHIPs or you have to have some type of guidance with like a local, you know, teacher or superintendent sure. or something of that nature. Yeah. For me, I'm going to, I'm going to check all these boxes and then I'm going to file that in my, my kid's uh, homeschool file box. I have one for each of my daughters. So I'll file that every year. And then, you know, if anybody ever asks, I can pull it out and go, here's how we're meeting all of our standards. Awesome. Awesome. So we will have links to the the Common Core standards. Right, for English and for math in the show notes. And and we encourage everybody that, contrary to belief, they actually made a decent webpage. I was just in it before the podcast. (laughs) The links are very reasonable. The writing is very complex because, you know, it's very abstract, you know, goals and requirements. But I think you can deduce and, you know, what it means. Mm -hmm. Probably wouldn't take, you know, you pick your, the grade year that your, your youngin is doing and probably within an hour or two, you can have read all the requirements mm-hmm. that they're expecting, print them off, start highlighting important concepts, sure. maybe a day's worth of work. I think we took kindergarten and we were just looking at it. I think there's something like 40 or 50 different standards for math for kindergarten. And, uh, and, and you know, one is yeah. uh, recognize shapes. One is uh, draw shapes. One is... Uh, count from one to 20 do simple you know i mean it's they're they're not all that difficult so yeah, i yeah. think that they're helpful yeah they're it's not like military things where you're, you got to run a mile in seven minutes and do 100 push-ups or whatever it's a kindergarten kid making drawing a circle is pretty pretty straightforward they, they were straightforward standards i think you know as far as government very writing very achievable they're achievable and and, as far as government writing yeah. they weren't as obtuse as i would have expected <laughs> them to be so well and you know you know as pointed out in the last podcast you know as homeschoolers we want to shoot high not not shoot to the standard. Having read through those requirements, it does not feel like it's unattainable. No, and while I'm sure everyone's work will probably exceed what the requirements are, there there's chance that you could miss some corner of, of what you, they taught. Or if your learner is not ready for something, yes. Yes, yeah, so it's just nice to know what they are. Okay, so let's pivot from the national requirements, which are that smaller bubble, to maybe a little bit bigger bubble 
and the state uh, educational standards. Right. So, you know, as we talked about the last podcast, we don't have any overarching national, you know, departments of education of each state are, are responsible for for standards and administration of, of learning in their states. So we have a link in the show notes to the Department of Ed website nationally that will give you links to each of your states. And you can go on there and what you're looking for, you're looking for the, the learning standards or educational standards of your state. So for Washington, for example, we have 11 subjects, which includes English and math. We have, uh, I think it's arts and environment, social Computer studies, science. science. Uh, I think there's environment and st- sustainability, PE. Right. World languages. Science, social studies. Now, like, lunch. I don't think w- the expectation is that a pre-K kid is going to have requirements for you know, computer science that obviously would come in maybe at a different grade right. level. Well, important to note, I know you just said pre-K is actually it's K through 12 only. Yeah. There aren't any preschool standards, at least on our state's website. Now, uh, other states may differ, but mm-hmm. I think and common core too is just K through 12 and, is all you're going to find. And, and something that we we're planning on kind of doing is um, pulling curriculums early. So like our, our oldest will be doing a kinder curriculum while she's still in pre-K ahead of kindergarten so she'll be leading into kindergarten already taking a pre-k right we're actually she's already at this point started some k curriculum for math and reading and really what it's about that's not not, that's not a boasting type of thing that's just like we we did a pre-k curriculum we did another pre-k curriculum you know we're going to be finishing that and then we want to just naturally go into the next thing well and because she's going to be five uh, we're going to be starting her K curriculum four months or five months after she turns five. So it's about the time she would start kinder yeah, if you know she was not at this weird point in the and year since where we her birthday year was. Round, it, it allows us to do that. And really, the most important thing with the curriculum, you know, it doesn't matter if your kid is operating above grade or below grade. It's that you start them at the right point for them. Mm-hmm. Grade level isn't isn't really the biggest consideration because if you start your kid if you start your kid too high that they're just going to get so frustrated and you want to start them at the right level. And if they're operating at kind of below what would be quote unquote grade level for their age, then that's something to work towards is to get them up to that point. But uh, you know, you start where your learner's at for our learner. She's, she's ready for K for a couple of subjects and she's more pre-K and a couple of others. So that, you know, your mileage may vary. Every kid is exactly different. It's not exactly the same. So Again, the links are going to be in the show notes. Right. We really encourage you to go there, read them, print them off, understand them, connect them to whatever curriculum you choose. We'll have a podcast coming up here on curriculums. Right. And, um, and one thing to note is that if you can't find the learning standards on your state's website, then you're going to want to go back to your homeschool association or organization for your state. And we have a link in the show notes to, to that for, for all the different states. So you can look because those are the folks that are not only going to help you with the legalities of homeschooling but also how you meet the educational standards. So if you're having trouble finding them on, on the website, you know, reach out to those folks because they're, they're going to be super helpful. Well, so this was a shorter podcast um, talking about the state and national standards. Um, go to the show notes. A lot of information there for you. Appreciate you joining us again. Remember, connect with us on Facebook, Homeschool Together Podcast, our Facebook group, Instagram, Homeschool Together Podcast. Um, but before we go. got to talk about what we're into this what week. What are we into this week? cosmic yoga what's cosmic our what's yoga. our secret code word namaste, namaste. um <laughs> um so we're in the times of covid right okay and so our daughter was doing a lot of gymnastics uh a lot of dance mm-hmm. i was a glorified chauffeur <laughs> five days a week she was also doing jumpy house as i call it kind of a blow up 
uh, indoor you know, out here in western washington we get a lot of rain shocking and the outdoor parks are not a great thing to do when it's raining and so we have these jumpy house places so she used to be getting a lot of exercise yep, she had swim lessons a lot too. of swim lessons and all that type of stuff so soccer all of a sudden all of it shut down right and we noticed that when we were doing our homeschool stuff we had some behavioral problem behavior problems a mm-hmm. little bit of regression in in that and we kind of realized wow she's not getting out as much as she should be getting. You know, the backyard is only so fun. Um, <laughs> the daddy jungle gym is only so healthy, <laughs> especially my back. So we we realized that we needed to get some more mobility, some yeah. more excitement, um, especially in the mornings. Um, we, we like always like to say uh, to get the wiggles out. And I, where did you find it? Was it recommended? You know, it was one of the one of the Facebook groups that I follow yeah. was talking about their kids bouncing off the wall and somebody said, have you heard of cosmic yoga? And I was like, you know, I'm not really a big yoga person. I was like, oh, is this going to be silly? It is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me say, it's a it's a gal named Jamie out of the UK, and it's on YouTube. They're all free, and she her does, colorful tracksuits. Yeah, she's in this like this giant onesie tracksuit thing. It's pretty awesome. It's like super super awesome. And uh, so what she does is it's a anywhere from what like 15 minutes to maybe 45 minutes, depending on the one. Sometimes she has like longer episodes them. that are like 45 minutes. Right, you can And I think them. they're like two or three episodes together. So it's basically, it's her and she's got a green screen behind her so that it shows some sort of a, a colorful uh, scene of wherever she's at. So she's got frozen ones. The one we've linked in the show notes is going on a bear hunt, which is the first one our daughter did and really fell in love with. But she basically tells a story which is perfectly suited to this this early learner age and throughout the story, she's going to do different yoga moves to go with it. Okay, so we're going on a bear hunt, and she's doing the walking, and then we see a big one, you know, and she does a certain pose, and the kids have to hold the pose. Our daughter is locked in. She just absolutely loves this show. It was shocking, too, and, and it opened up the door a little bit to some other podcast stuff, like she likes dancing, so we, we found some dancing ones Right, well. some other YouTube stuff. Yeah, and so just having the mobility in the morning, very often we like to do this, you know, right after she's done bre- uh, eating breakfast. The little one is kind of walking around on the ground, nice and mm-hmm. full and happy. We turn on YouTube on on the on the TV, the big screen TV, and she goes and has this great little experience right. for about twenty minutes. Once she's done with that, she kind of has that. The juices are flowing. Mm-hmm. It's and kind of like take, morning story time yeah, with exercises, and it gives yeah. us time to prep for homeschool for the day or clean up the kitchen or whatever we need to clean do. Clean up so. the kitchen, take really care of terrific. the little one. Yeah, you just get you get little you get twenty minutes to do something or get prepped it's right it, it's educational for her and she she always walks away really stimulated so cosmic yoga on youtube go check it out thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey please engage with us on social media join our homeschool together podcast group on facebook and find us at homeschool together podcast on instagram we'd love to hear your feedback questions and recommendations until next time Happy homeschooling!